whether you were talking about boosting nature positive production whether you're talking about uh, access to safe and nutritious foods or resilience to shocks we need women's voices and leadership in food systems today it's my pleasure to have you meet uh, um, dr jemima njuku who is blueprint africa director and she's doing some very important work to place uh, gender issues women's empowerment front and center at the upcoming uh, un food systems summit uh, jemima it's great to have you with us thank you for having me shalat so um the un food system summit which is the first of its kind actually is really a great opportunity um to focus on women and to think about the vital role that they play in food systems and to talk about the many constraints that they still face could you tell us what concretely you're hoping to see emerging out of the summit um thank you so much charlotte and as you say it is such a great opportunity to put uh, gender equality and women's empowerment at the center of food systems uh, transformation um very often uh, we get to integrate gender after the fact and i'm really excited that the special envoy um in uh, developing the structures of the un food system summit um that gender became integrated from the start as a lever that cuts across everything else that's happening um for the in the lead up to the summit so we know women play critical roles in in food systems um that is in no doubt uh, either as producers as processors as traders um and as consumers making important household decisions uh, on food consumption uh globally about 43% of labor in agriculture is contributed uh, by women but despite these really critical roles that they play uh we know there are serious and fundamental inequalities within the food system um we know there are differences in access to resources between men and women between households that are managed by men and those that are managed by by women for example just in terms of things like financial inclusion we know of the 2 billion people globally that are unbanked around 1.1 billion of those are actually women um in sub-saharan africa to just give you a concrete example only 35% of women have a bank account compared to 45% of men um we know uh, given these critical roles that women are still underrepresented in leadership positions whether we are talking about in government in producer organizations in consumer organizations in global national and local food companies that are working uh in food systems and so these are all critical things that we are looking at um as part of the gender lever um of the UN food systems and what i actually want to see come out of this is that gender equality and women's empowerment become a central element and a key driver to be considered like any other drivers whether it's climate change as important and driving the transformation of food systems the second thing that i really want to see come out of this summit is women's leadership and women's voices being heard because very often we are missing women's voices uh, in international processes 
Given the need to really place women's equality and um, and women's empowerment front and center at the system summit, um, it seems to me there's a lot of great opportunities for you to be doing that. Can you explain maybe first, what is the gender change lever which you're managing? So as you know, Charlotte, the UN Food System Summit is organized across five action tracks. One is on ensuring uh, access to safe and nutritious foods. One is on shifting to sustainable consumption patterns. The third one is on boosting nature positive production. The fourth one on equitable livelihoods. And the fifth one on resilience to shocks and vulnerabilities. Now, across these five action tracks are four change levers. Uh, one on finance, one on innovation, one on human rights, and one on gender. And the objective of the gender change lever is threefold. What, the first one is to make sure that the game-changing solutions that are coming out of the action tracks actually embed gender in them, gender equality and women's empowerment, that as the action tracks are developing this change, these game-changing solutions, they're using a gender lens. They're thinking about what the impact of those game-changing solutions is going to be on, on, on women and, and girls and boys and men and other groups. The second objective of the change lever is to look across at the food system and say, what are the major causes of gender inequalities in the food system? What are the priority actions that stakeholders can take to address these gender inequalities? So we are also looking at what we are calling cross-cutting gender game-changing solutions that apply across the food system, that if implemented, if applied, could actually lead to equality and women's empowerment in the food system. The third objective of the change lever is to ensure women's voices, the voices of those working on gender and food systems, the voices of other marginalized groups, including indigenous women, women in the informal sector in, 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 in food systems, women agricultural wage laborers, that all these voices are represented in the processes, in the lead-up, and during and after the Food Systems Summit. That's a terrific architecture, and I'm, I'm glad you're driving that, uh, that gender lever. Now, in addition to the important analytical work that you're doing, and you're also uh, a food systems champion, you're leading some of the, the dialogues around gender. Um, and I think you had a first uh, one within Africa, first regional um, dialogue. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what comes next in the uh, in the uh, dialogue series? So, in order to achieve our third objective of getting of making sure that women's voices, the voices of of different groups, of women's rights organizations, civil society organizations, researchers working on gender and food systems, to make sure that those voices are actually heard, we are organizing regional gender and food systems dialogues. Now, these dialogues are bringing together government, they're bringing together researchers, civil society, farmers' organizations, you name it, young men, young women, youth-based uh, organizations, to actually have a conversation on what they think 
are some of the game-changing solutions? What do they think are some of the priorities that if we implement, we're going to achieve gender equality in food systems? So we had a first dialogue for Africa on February 9. A lot of the outcomes from that dialogue are already being used by action track leaders to actually make sure that what is being proposed is coming out in the lists and in their priorities for game-changing solutions. And we've also taken some of that as the change lever to see what are some of the ones that don't fit neatly into action tracks and which ones of them can we actually develop as 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 cross-cutting solutions. I'll give you an example. Whether you were talking about boosting nature-positive production, whether you're talking about um, access to safe and nutritious foods or resilience to shocks, we need women's voices and leadership in food systems. So that's one of the things that cut across all the action tracks. So rather than have it developed five times, we actually then are proposing that can we think about a game-changing solution that focuses on building, enhancing, promoting, including women's voices and leadership in food systems. And whether that's at government level, whether that's at private sector level, whether that's at farmer organization um, organization level. So those dialogues are really critical in getting us to hear people's voices in terms of bringing their experiences to the table in terms of what's going to work, what needs to be to be scaled. So I'm wondering now, um, when you think about the action plan um, that will emerge from this summit, um, how do you see gender fitting into that? Um, all too often, unfortunately, gender seems to be a little bit of an afterthought or the, the last of, uh, of many items that need to be considered. Do you think that this summit gives us an opportunity to really ensure that gender can be more mainstreamed um, across uh, these kinds of um, deliberations at the international level? Um, definitely. And I think that's one of our most critical roles um, in this process, that people do not develop these game-changing solutions, do not develop commitments. And then after the fact, we try and come and retrofit gender and women's empowerment to it because we know that doesn't work. We end up with commitments that end with, you know, we will do this and we will target especially women, which in a lot of cases then doesn't end up in being concrete actions, targeted, well thought out um, actions. The other thing we, we are talking about is policy. How do you have gender transformative national food systems policy, because we need gender equality anchored in the legal frameworks in countries as well. We need it anchored in policies, because if you anchor that in policy, then it flows down to implementation, it flows down to investments and how budgets are allocated, and it flows all the way to uh, monitoring and evaluation and accountability. Right. Yeah. Thank you for raising that critical um, aspect of policy, and uh, it's it's certainly one that's uh, near and dear to uh, to IFPRI's work because we know that really integrating the gender and women's empowerment issues, it's not just for the sake of women, although that's important enough considering we're half of the pop global population, but it also has been shown to lead to better functioning food systems for everybody. So thank you so much. 
Thank you to Charlotte. I think my aim is to make sure that we are not just talking about sustainable and healthy food systems, but that we are also talking about just and equitable food systems by making sure that they work for all and that they do not leave anyone behind. <laughs>